Hello and welcome to the Diction Police. I'm your host, Ellen Rissinger, an American vocal coach accompanist on the music staff of the Zemperoper in Dresden, Germany. This is the second part of our discussion on Norwegian diction with bass Ketil Hugas. Our texts for this week are again two songs by Edvard Grieg, Song til Juletreje, a Christmas song, and En Svanne, probably the most famous of all his songs. We'll focus on the consonants this time. And just like in Swedish, there are some unusual consonant clusters and some that don't get pronounced, as well as those retroflex consonants with really fun phonetic letters that have tails. Just as a resume, as you heard, Norwegian is very irregular in some respects. It, yeah. it is. It, it's, I think it's considered to be a, a rather simple language to learn. From, in, from in, the grammatical in, Yeah, road-wise. Yeah. But then again, it, it, it develops into verbally something that's not always that easy to catch. Yeah. yeah. As I said last week, this language is still evolving, and this creates issues when all of our texts are over a century old. Just as with Swedish, there isn't enough information on Norwegian lyric dictions, so this would be a great thesis topic or a topic for a new diction book. When I moved to Germany, the first show that I played was Dialogues of the Carmelites. The lead soprano was a woman from Iceland, and I'll never forget how surprised I was in every coaching that she always said, <gasps> with this gasping inhale. <laughs> to an American, this is a sound that we only make when we're terrified of something, and I swear every time she gasped like that, I got startled and looked around to see what kind of danger was coming at me. But in Scandinavian languages, this is just the way they sometimes say yes. It's very normal, and you'll hear Ketil say it a few times today, so don't worry when you hear it. I've gotten used to it over the years, but if I haven't heard it for a while, it can still catch me by surprise. I'll post links to the texts for today at the blog at www.thedictionpolice.com. Don't forget the the. You can also find the Diction Police on Facebook or on Twitter at Diction Police. Our first text is Song til Juletreje by the poet Johan Krohn. The text was published in 1892 in the first reading book for elementary school, but with another tune. According to Wikipedia, translated from the Norwegian by Google, it was published in the national language and in a translation, as well as in some local and national editions. This is a Christmas song, which uh, you find by Edward Grieg. But there's also another melodic version that's more folky. This is also from the, the era of the Danish influence. Sang til juletre, song to the Christmas tree. Du grønne, glitrende tre, god dag. Velkommen, du som vi ser så gjerne. Med julelys og med norske flagg, og høyt i toppen den blanke stjerne. Ja, Den må skinne, for den skal minne oss om vår Gud. Den første jul i et fremmed land, sin store stjerne vår Herre tente, den skulle vise vår jord at han, den lille Jesus, til verden sendte. I stjerneglansen gikk engledansen om Betlehem. Om Jesus barnet fortalte mor så mange en aften vi satt her hjemme, Vi kan hans bud og hans milde ord, vi vet 
at aldrig vi dem må glemme. Når stjernen skinner, om han oss minner vårt juletre. That was Ketil Hugos reading the song of the song to the Christmas tree. Mm. Not even going to try and beat myself up with my Norwegian <laughs> today. And I thought we'd use this one to talk about these combinations of letters that have fun sounds like like JG. Yes. Which no, GJ. GJ, yeah, yeah, yes. And the G is is not pronounced. It's totally silent. It's totally silent. So you have this word called jane. G J E R N E. But when it comes out it says jane. So the first E is also a. Yeah. Go it's figure. Really, it's just like mm. that AE sound was. Yeah, yeah. Jane. Yeah, precisely. The same the same sound. Yeah. And this, and this was that the the G is uh silent. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay, now that and now that you did that, I'm going to ask about the N because when you said that, the N is actually back further in your mouth. It's not yan. Exactly. It's in the middle of the palate. Yeah. My tongue goes up and makes it n. n. It says RN. Yeah. But in practice, you don't hear the I I don't say yarn. No, yan. So the R is actually kind of swallowed into the N, yeah. but the N is also back further. And we have another word which starts with an H. And the, and that's the brain, which is called yarn. The brain in Norwegian is So yarn. you would spell it the same way? You would just add an H in front of it? No, I, I take off the G and then put an a, a H instead. Okay. Mm. So this RM thing is n n n n So we have, you're going on yarn, stjärn, Jesus barn. So even if it's in the middle of a syllable, that barn, 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 always comes in the middle of the mouth there. Yeah. And also this one, yeah, R.S. Mm-hmm. One could say if you really want to read a poem on May the 17th, which is our 4th of July. Okay. You could say Norske, uh-huh. which means Norwegian. <laughs> but we say Norske. Ooh, with a sh sound. Yeah, Norske. And there again, the R is kind of back. Nor- yeah, like in Hask. Hask. Yeah. Mm. You have an S-J, and, and I just have one. You have to be jealous uh huh. Shalu, shalu. So that's just an S H sound. Yeah, yeah, but you have you have this H in that. It's a sh, 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 but it's it's spelled S J. Shalu, and you have S K J. Yeah. The word spoon in Norwegian is S K J E, and you say shay, shay. Mm. Yeah, so mm. it's just it literally SKJ and SJ mm. will just both be yeah. a sh yeah. sound. It has to do with the spelling, so you can di- differentiate them from, from, right. from another. Yeah. Right. Mm. Yeah. What about RD? We, we can say ur, which means words or, or a word. Right. And you don't hear the D. Okay. Ur. That's the ORD word, yeah. yes. And the J O R D. Jur, jur. And you don't hear the D, mm-hmm. which means dirt or soil. Okay. And then we have verden, the world, verden. So there again we have that then r have, vowel, we have yeah, the r yeah, vowel. And then the r and the d up in the... Yeah, verden. Well, if you're very posh and very uh, official, you can say verden. What would you do when you were singing it? Uh, then I would, I would say verden, depending on, the, on the, how the, the melody goes. Yeah. What? Yeah, R-T. What? Yeah. We say that again? What? <gasps> Again, it's like yeah. the N was, it's in the middle of your mouth. Mm. What? Yeah. Up it, on the top it, of the palate. It smacks up in the palate, yeah. What? What? Yeah. And SK. SK, okay, and we had the RS for the Nors... Nors, Norske, Förste. 
Ja, ja. norske. Okay, so then we had the S to be the sh, yeah. and what happens when SK is by itself? Well, it's both, because you say, we have the first one, norske, skinne. Mm-hmm. So S-K-I-N-N-E. Yeah. But then you got skal. Uh-huh, S-K-A-L. Mm. Skulle. Oh, and then we don't hear the D either. No, because today we write it with double L. Okay, that's S-K-U-L-D-E. Yeah, which but... no is, is uh, spelled with two L's instead. Right. This is, once again, Danish. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. And you hear norske, skinne, men, but skal, skulle. Yeah, hmm. and it's probably, I'm assuming it's because it's the I. Yeah, and we also say about the shoulder, uh-huh. skulder. Then it's with the D and an R, skulder, yeah. shoulder. What's the difference then with the TJ sound? Stjerne. So then we actually do get all of this. Yeah, then you, then you get them. I'm then putting them Stjerne. Uh-huh. And the j j j j j The J is j j j j Stjerne. Stjerne. Yeah. So you really get a J-glot. But, I, don't, J. but I, don't, I, don't, I don't say Stjerne, but Stjerne. Oh, yes, because it's R-N. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. If I was if I were a bishop in, in the church, I would say Stjerne. <laughs> but it's very posh. Yeah. Stjerne. Stjärn. Yeah. A star. Yeah. Mm. The one thing that I couldn't find any examples of was this KJ sound. Okay. okay. KJ is also, for instance, say kitchen in Norwegian. That's kjöken. Kjöken. Kirke. But that's also without the G. That is K-I-R-K-E, which is a church. Kirke. Okay. Yeah. And kjöken. TJ is, of course, very related to KJ, but it, it's more... There's TJ, there's a word called tjene. I serve you. Jeg tjener. Or I can earn something. I earn money. Jeg tjener. Penger. Tjener. Tjener. Kjøkken. Tjener. Kjøkken. I'm just have to compare them. Yeah, um, exactly. It's very near, very near. Yeah, it's almost the like the T one... is, of course, more in the front. I was just mm. going to say, it's like mm. the T just hits a little bit further. Yeah, the just, just some millimeters more in the front. Yeah. The of the top. This combination KJ is still a question mark for me. On the phonology websites, the phonetic letter for this is just a C sedia, which is the Ichlaut that we're so used to. Ketiel had a slightly harder pronunciation than sh, which kind of reminded me of the palatal ch in Czech. He also made a slight distinction between kj and tj, but I found the same c sedia phonetic letter for both kj and tj in the phonology websites. This is something that I'll have to do some more research on, or if anybody has any good information on it, please let me know. So, I'll phoneticize the rest of these consonant clusters that we talked about in a different order from the way that we talked about them. First, there's GJ, which is just a J-glide. That one's easy. Then there's SK. The rule here is that an SK before I and Y is that long squiggly S, SH, and otherwise it's phonetically SK. Shinne skull. The examples for SJ and SKJ that Ketil gave weren't words from the song itself. They were just examples that he thought of on the spot because I couldn't find these combinations in our texts. But you can hear that it's just the same SH long squiggly S sound that we're used to. Shalu, SHE. I'll lump all of these R clusters in together 
And the phonetic letters here are the same things that we had talked about in Swedish diction. So we have RD, RL, RN, and RT. These are retroflex consonants, and rather than a separate R, we swallow the R into the consonant, which then is pronounced with the tip of the tongue between the alveolar ridge and the hard palate. If you have trouble with that, think your way through dental, which is right behind the teeth, up through alveolar, which is that tilted part of the hard palate above the teeth, and then find where that sort of flattens out up at the top. Where those two points connect is, I think, where we're talking about. I think that's where retroflex consonants are. The phonetic letters all have tails that flare out to the right. So RD is D with a tail, RL is L with a tail, RN, N with a tail, and RT, T with a tail. Especially the L and the T can tend to look just like a normal L or a T when handwritten, so I tend to draw the L very straight and then hook the tail a little more horizontally. And I round the T on the bottom and then make an extra tail so that I can recognize them in my own handwriting. Katil and I talked a little bit about RS, too. Norske. Tones. It sounds a lot like the long squiggly S sound, but it's also somehow a little higher in placement to my ears. In the information I found, it should match those retroflex consonants and become phonetically an S with a tail flaring out to the right. So that's something to listen for when we hear native speakers. Our second text is Ensvane by the poet Henrik Ibsen, one of the most prominent Norwegian playwrights and poets ever. Ibsen was one of the founders of modernism in the theater. This was also one of the very first songs that I learned from my voice teacher back in high school, and I still remember most of the English text that I sang. En svane Min hvite svane Du stumme, du stille Hverken slag eller trille Lot sangrøst ane Angst beskyttende alfen som sover Alltid lyttende gled du hen over Men siste møte, da eder og øyne var lønnlige løgne, ja da, da løde. I toners føden, da sluttet din bane, du sang i døden, du var dog en svane. Det of course, one of the most famous songs by Edvard Grieg and Henry Gibson called En Svane, A Swan, mm -hmm. and it's a very sad one as well. Yes, you know, it is very sad. Svangesang. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was Ketil Hugos reading in Svane. That one I trust myself to say. Good. <laughs> and this one, I thought we'd stick with some of the basic sounds, uh, the basic consonant sounds, because most of them, I think, are what we expect them to be. Like the letter B, for example. Mm. Yeah, that, that, that's no trick. A B is a B. Okay. Beschütne, uh, mm -hmm. bare. I never found it in any of these three songs at the end of a word. Does B ever happen at the end of a word? Yeah. For instance, the, actually, so the English word job. Uh -huh. Job. And job. So it's, and it still stays voice. It's not yeah, like yeah, an no, no. voice at the end. Yeah, yeah, no. Job. Okay. Mm, yes. Okay. Mm. Okay, so the next one then would be D. D, D. And also that, no, 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 no fuss about that. Du, beschütten, well, you can say beschüttende. So you can swallow the T's on yeah, this? Yeah, or beschüttende, but that's too, that, that's too much fuss. Yeah. Beschüttende. 
Oh, so you almost lose the D yeah, completely. Yeah. It's it's there. We know it. Yeah. The Norwegian air knows what. Well, automatically yeah. assume. Beskytne, lytne. So the same thing. Yeah. Not lyttende. That's too much work. Yeah. Lytne. What about at the end of a word? Will it unvoice like it does in German? It depends on the word because these these are actually ancient words which we know not more used. But we have this one, gled. Uh, it slide away, gled. I will put in a D there to be sure. Yeah. Uh, you could say, jeg gled, that I slit. Jeg gled, which is very correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The word called siste, uh-huh. and the D is, n- is silent because it's not there anymore. Oh. We we know uh, spell this word without the D. Okay, so it's the, what what looks like S I D S T E to mm. us. Mm. Now we don't say that it's not spelled with the D anymore. No, no, siste. Yeah. yeah. And what about when it's just inner between voca- vocal? Oh my God, intervocalic! I can't mm. speak English mm. anymore. <laughs> no, and also once again, this is also a very old way of spelling the word because no, the, this word called møte is now with a T where the D is. Oh. Yeah. So a meeting. Yeah. Et møte. And if you say that the meeting or the we say møte, and it's no, it's no different. Et møte, møte. We could say mötet. But you don't do that. It has to do with how you 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 stress the the melody. So it's actually it's it's almost it is a T, but it's not a yeah. hard T either. It's not. Möte, no, Möte. So it's dentalized. Yeah. Yes. Föder, föder. Okay. Yeah. So Föder. then we get it. Then yeah. we get. Then we get the D sound. Mm. And also. Eder. Eder is also a very ancient word, which means you, second person plural. Okay. Eder. Eder. Yeah. As people like to say, where I'm from, use. Use mm, <laughs> the U plural, and it, it can also mean swear them if if you say bad words. Oh, eder or galde, eder. You 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 swear something, or you say, you know, the four letter word or whatever. That's eder in Norwegian. Okay, okay. F, the F. letter in the alphabet. Alfen. Al. Well, once again, no. This one is nowadays with an V, oh. an elf. You know, an elf in the woods. An elf. An elf. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm. Föden, which is an old word for food. Uh huh. Föden. So an F is an F. An F is an F. And what? And so even in, even when this A L F E N becomes A L V E N, is that still a F sound or is no, it? A no, no. Then it's al, an alv. That's an elf. Then we yeah. an alv. We don't say alf because that's a that's a boy's name, Norwegian and Swedish name. Yeah. So when you're singing a song like this, would you let it be alv, alven? Alven. Alven. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. All right, next letter in the alphabet is G. G, yeah. Schlag, dog, sangröst, angst, gled, lönliga. Okay, so we have a couple of mm. things. So, dog. Dog, yeah. Then we end up with the G sound. The yeah, actual yeah, G. It, it, it stops the word. So yeah. you need that one. Yeah. yeah. But when we have an NG sound. Sang. Then it goes to our NG. Yeah. The like in with... song. We sung and song. That's exactly. the same thing. Exactly. Singer. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. A song and sung. Yeah. yeah. And this is a singing voice. Uh, sung. Röst. Okay. Yeah. Angst. Anxiety. Uh-huh. Angst. Gled. So there we hear it because it's before the L, so we have to have a G. Gl- gl- yeah. Gled. Yeah. To, to put, put it out there. Yep. And lönliga means secretive. It's in, in hiding. Okay. Lönlig. And this this is a L... N L I G E. So we don't hear this G at all there. No, lönliga. And nowadays they also have two N's. Lönliga. Okay. Mm. 
Okay, we've, we found this with the, the G and then with the NG sound. What happens when G is before the N? The same thing, lungne. So we actually get N, mm. the NG sound and then another N. Yeah, lungne, lungne. Yep, lungne. Lungne, Okay. Which is plural for lies. And also, we don't see that. We say, nowadays we say leuner. Okay. No, that's a lie. It says lie plural. Yeah. Mm. H's. Yes. Now, I, it was interesting because in the other song, when you and I talked about mm. it, we didn't hear, we didn't pronounce the H when it comes before another no. consonant. No. Is it, does that hold true with all yes, consonants? It does. Yes, it does. Uh, this one is now pronounced vite. You have a D, but that's, um, it's now with a T. Okay, so H-V-I-D-E. H vite. Okay. Verken. This means neither. Okay. Verken. Men, but, henover. So there we actually do say that. We have it. Henover is also not in daily use, but henover. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, H-I-J-K. <laughs> K. Well, it's the same word. Verken. Yeah, so it's just sort of k. Yeah, verken. Yeah. Is it like a German k where there's a lot of yeah. air? Is it softer? Is no, it... no, it's, it's a rather brutal one. K, k. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like in Köln. Köln, yeah. Köln. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh. L's. Yes. Where do, uh, just in general, are they sort of front? Are they front or are they very Europeanly front or are they sort of... That's the dialect because I could say the word milk in Norwegian. Melk. Uh-huh. But where I come from, we say mark. Oh. That's the same word. Mark. A and the L. Oh. Very thick L. Yeah. Mark. Melk. Mark. Oh, wow. Mm. So it is a dialect. Yeah, it is dialectal. So, but we should, as singers, yeah. keep it front. Keep, keep it front. Keep, keep it, uh, keep it uh, neat and, and yeah. fine. Yeah. Mm. Flip it of the tongue. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, the first word here is, is not, it's not the rule because this one is pronounced schlag. Oh, so S-L-A-G. Schlag. Who knew that? Yeah, exactly. So the S here there becomes sh. Loot. I let you. Loot. L O. That's L O D. Yeah. So the D there devoiced a little bit. No, actually today I would say with a T because it's no we would say L O T. Okay. Loot. Loot. Lütne. Lütne. But depending on how the music is, I can also say lütende. Right. If it's composed like that, and I would think if you're doing this this poem by by Ibsen, you would be very to nurture the 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 the, the, the language. language, of course. Lütende. Yeah. Stille, not stille. Right. Stille. Uh huh. Trille, eller. Okay, so we when it's doubled, do we actually hang on yeah. to it a little bit yeah. longer? Then you, you, you do that. Yeah. Stille, trille, eller. Cool. And I didn't really talk about this much before with the vowels, but when you have the er at the end of it, it's a little more e-ish than German. Like a German when it, when when the er is at the end mm. of a word, like my name Rissinger. Yeah would drop off to an R sound, yeah. but it sounds here like you go LR, yeah. there's a little oh, yeah. air to it. Oh, we, we, don't, we don't drop off, no, no, LR, LR. Okay, yeah. so we do have to save yeah. the ends of that. That is also one of the things, as I mean, Norwegian speaking German, to, to let it go. Right. LR, almost, just yeah. <laughs> go numb. Mm. Right. Yeah. Okay, M is the next concept. Yeah, M is uh, rather simple, because it's min, mer, møte. Okay. An M is an M. Okay. Yeah. What about an N? Is an N an N always? Yes, it is. Depending on if, as you have seen, if it's together with a G, it goes up in the palate. Yeah. Min, svane, verken, verken, verken. 
And I, I couldn't find any peas, first of all. No. In any of these songs. No, you don't. I thought I read that P's, Q's, and then W, X, and Z are foreign letters that only appear in foreign no, words. No, we have P in our, in our language. We yeah. say stop. Okay. Two P's, stop. We say piller, which is in pills. Mm-hmm. But when we get them, they're just regular P's. Yeah, P. Yep. P. Mm. Then we move on to, well, to R's. Like I said, we said eller. Eller, sover, trille, sangrøst. Okay, so... I also heard a role, but sangrøst, I didn't hear so much, as much as I heard from the others, right? No, sangrøst, sangrøst. So it's just a little... Uh, just a flip. Yeah. Not, not røst, røst, no. Yeah. Trille, but that, trille, T-R, trille, but yeah. you don't say trille, trille. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. S's. Yes. This is an interesting little thing, because I think I heard at the end of some words that it turned into a sh sound, too. Svane. Mm-hmm. Stumme. Stille, siste, tones, i tones, føden, ja, yeah. tones, because you have an, an R-S, tones, yeah. i tones. Tones. Oh yeah, that's what we had talked about with the other, mm. that R-S yeah. turns into yeah. that. And that actually, that is spelled T-O-N-E-R-S. Yes. For those in of the, us that are last, trying to figure it out. In the last verse, yes. In the last verse, yes. Verse. Mm. T's, we've, we've heard this a couple times, but let's just say it. Yeah, clear. I can say it, don't you have it. Trille. Möte, without the T in the end. Without the T at the mm-hmm. end, but the D becomes a T almost. Yeah, I'm sorry. And here's the one thing we can, we can swallow sometimes. Beskyttende. Uh-huh. Beskyttende. Yeah. There's an E there behind the two T's, you don't hear it. Right. Beskyttende. Genau. N-n. So if you're, but if you're going to say it, then it's dental, first of all, and it stops the sound. Yeah. Like a double T. Yeah, I could say beskyttende, uh-huh. but that's too much work. Beskyttende. Yeah. Also the next one, lyttende. Uh-huh. Lyttende. Mm-hmm. Also, again, if you want to pay respect to the text and to all you, 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 you nourish you it, of course, but in daily speech, lyttende. Mm-hmm. Sluttet. It ended. Sluttet. Yeah. Not sluttet. Sluttet. Yeah, mm. so the double T and then the D turns into yeah. T. Yeah, in this case. Because we know it as we spell, we spell it with a T. Yeah. Mm. And... The next one is V's, and mm. V's, are they always voiced, or do they? can they be F's like they are in German sometimes? No, we, have, we don't have that, this, this, uh, the von, von, no. Hvite, svane, verken, var. No question about it. Mm. The ones that are the same phonetic letter are B, D, F, G, H, when not in front of another consonant. M, N, when it doesn't have a G anywhere near it, P and R, which for our purposes are rolled or flipped. It seems like T's and D's are a little bit dental, but K and P seem to be explosive, just like they are in English. S's are generally S, meaning that they won't voice to a Z, but they can become SH, the long squiggly S sound in certain cases, And aside from some of those consonant clusters, I wasn't able to find any rules to tell us why or when. We have to be careful with G-N. Just like in Swedish, when a G comes before an N, we get the N-G sound, which is N with the hook turned in on the right, and then the N again. We also use that same hooked N for N followed by G in Norwegian, just as we do in most of the standard European languages. In the examples we had here, K was just a phonetic K sound, unless it's behind an S or followed by a J. 
We didn't have any examples of this, but according to the website, K before I and Y should be the same C Cedilla sound that KJ was. As you can hear, there's basically no devoicing of consonants at the ends of words like we get in German or Czech, so if there is a D or a G that should be pronounced at the end of a word, it will remain a phonetic D or G and not harden to T or K. But notice that sometimes, like with the Ds in the middle of words or Ds, Gs, Ts at the ends of words, the sound is basically lost. Or sometimes the word spelling has changed, so we have to pronounce it with the modern spelling. I know this is probably creating more questions than answers, but at least it's good to know what the questions are, right? That way, we can approach a text able to actively listen for the things that we have questions about. That's our show for today. To find out more about Ketil Hugos, or if you have any questions or comments for me, Ellen Rissinger, please visit the blog at www.thedictionpolice.com. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please go to iTunes and give it a high rating so that others can find it and benefit from it. Thanks for listening. See you next week.